Welcome to 9 to 5 Mac Daily for Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Waterminder. Leading off today, last week Apple unveiled the first three members of the M3 family of chips, the M3, the M3 Pro, and the M3 Max. A new report from Bloomberg now shares new details on what's next for the M3 family, including the fate of the top-of-the-line M3 Ultra. Bloomberg explains that Apple started the M3 transition with the MacBook Pro and the iMac because they're lower-volume products. The M3 chips are made using a new 3-nanometer process from TSMC, and there's only a finite amount of those processors available, and the vast majority of that supply is going toward the iPhone. The Mac Studio and the Mac Pro are even lower volume than the iMac and MacBook Pro, but those machines will be available with the M3 Ultra. Apple hasn't announced the M3 Ultra, and Bloomberg says that it hasn't yet gone into broad testing. So even though the Mac Studio and the Mac Pro are lower volume, they couldn't be released yet because of the lack of an M3 Ultra. So that leaves us where we're at today, with the 13-inch and 15-inch MacBook Air having an M2 chip inside, the Mac Mini having an M2 and an M2 Pro, the Mac Studio having an M2 Max and an M2 Ultra, the 14-inch MacBook Pro having M3, M3 Pro, and M3 Max, the 16-inch MacBook Pro having an M3 Pro and M3 Max, and the 24-inch iMac having an M3. Bloomberg says that updates to the 13-inch and 15-inch MacBook Airs and a new Mac Mini are also in the works and expected sometime in 2024. A new Mac Studio with the M3 Ultra is also in development, but there's no mention of a Mac Pro, leaving some people to question whether it'll be upgraded as part of the M3 transition. In other news, Apple has a new system that can detect whether you've spilled any liquids in the USB-C port on your Mac. macOS Sonoma 14.1 includes a new system called Liquid Detection, which can identify if your computer has been exposed to liquid. This system runs in the background to detect liquid detection analysis from each USB-C port on your Mac. This is the same system that's long been in use on the iPhone including both Lightning-enabled iPhones and the new USB-C iPhone 15. The data collected by this new liquid detection system on the Mac will likely be used for Apple to determine if a Mac is eligible for a free repair or if the damage in question was caused by liquid exposure. Some Mac laptops also have a liquid contact indicator to determine if those products have been exposed to liquid, but this new liquid detection system is more advanced than that and specifically focuses on the USB-C ports. So with all of that said, the big picture here is that you should now be more cautious than usual to make sure you don't get any water inside the USB-C port on your MacBook, otherwise you could be denied a free repair, even if your Mac is still covered by warranty. We are sponsored this week by Waterminder the all-around water tracker app that helps you stay hydrated all day, every day. Waterminder makes it easy to achieve your hydration goals with dedicated tracking apps for iPhone, iPad, Mac, and even the Apple Watch. Based on your body weight or your personal goal, Waterminder will remind you to drink water to reach your daily goals. 
By seeing current water fill visually and in percents, you'll instantly know how well you're hydrated and how close you are to your daily goal. Waterminder supports all of the latest platform features, including an all-new Apple Watch app for watchOS 10, interactive home screen widgets, lock screen widgets, standby support on iPhone, and so much more. Get started with Waterminder today for free on the App Store by using the link in the show notes below. My thanks to Waterminder for their support of 9to5Mac Daily, tracking your daily water intake made easy with Waterminder. Running out today, the first M3 MacBook Pro and iMac orders have started arriving to customers, and there are a few interesting details emerging. First off, some base model M3 MacBook Pros and M3 iMacs appear to ship with macOS Ventura out of the box, specifically an unreleased build of macOS Ventura 13.5, originally released in July. Since then, Apple has obviously released multiple updates to macOS Ventura, and the big annual update to macOS Sonoma 14. This seemingly implies that some of these MacBook Pro and iMac units have been sitting somewhere in an Apple warehouse since at least July, waiting to be released and shipped to customers. Typically, this would just be an interesting factoid, and not exactly a huge deal. But in this case, it seems that the M3 MacBook Pros and iMacs that ship with macOS Ventura 13.5 can't be updated to macOS Sonoma. The affected users say that checking for an update via system settings results in a message saying your Mac is up to date, and updating via the Mac App Store results in an error saying the requested version of macOS is not available. Please check if your Mac is compatible with this software. So basically, the -the over-the-air servers that Apple uses for software updates aren't updated to check for software updates for the new M3 MacBook Pro and iMac. Presumably, this is something Apple can fix pretty quickly, but as of right now, it means there are at least some new MacBook Pro and iMac customers out there stuck on software updates that are five months old. Another new tidbit is that with the release of the M3 Max 14-inch MacBook Pro, Apple has expanded the availability of high power mode for the first time. Previously, high power mode was only available on the 16-inch version of the MacBook Pro with the Max chip inside, so this included the 16-inch MacBook Pro with M1 Max, M2 Max, and now M3 Max, but now the M3 Max version of the 14-inch MacBook Pro also supports high power mode. Apple explains that high power mode allows the fans inside your Mac to run at higher speeds, and this additional cooling capacity allows the system to deliver higher performance during very intensive workloads. Whether or not you'll actually get any benefit from high power mode depends on what exact type of work you're trying to do, but nonetheless it's notable to see that Apple has expanded this to the 14-inch MacBook Pro for the first time. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com, Follow along with me on Threads, Twitter, or Mastodon at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.